0: Talk shoes.
1: Recorded live.
2: This is Talk to Me Tuesdays with. Londa Love and Cotton, the softest voice in poetry. You are tuning in to the most two of the most beautiful ladies on Talk to Me Tuesdays. Londa, are you back?
3: Yes, I'm here. (laughs) I'm exhausted. I'm here, but I'm I'm exhausted. (laughs) Poor baby. Yeah, getting registered. My son registered for school. And they had a two-day event instead of a one-day thing, so they kind of wore us out—non-stop activity all
2: day. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, so I'm back. So our tonight's topic, ladies and gentlemen, is <clears throat> how many times will you allow your mate to cheat before you quit? One. So, mm-hmm. You know, you know some of us women, especially, we get that bad. I'm oh, gonna we'll take him back, or we'll take him back, or we'll take him back. Fifteen years later, we still taking him
3: back. <laughs> oh yeah. All it takes is a apology. I'm not gonna do it again. I love you. You know, I didn't mean anything. And then, you know, we fall for it, and then we back into it.
0: Right.
2: <laughs> exactly, exactly, but, yeah. you know, there has to be a, a line that we eventually we have. Not all the time do we use that line, but you have to say, "What what is that, when R. Kelly, when R. Kelly said, when a woman's fed up, oh yeah. ain't nothing to do about it. Yeah, because well, once she's done, she's done. Exactly. So, you know, we have to get to that point just a little quicker. <laughs>
3: Oh, yeah. I had one friend. They were married, and you knew she was done because she did the unusual. You know, usually
2: mm-hmm.
3: if a guy cheats or mess up, like you said, once he apologized, come with gifts, you know, doing a lot of extraordinary things and apologized in their back. I knew this friend was done when she didn't even move into the brand-new house that they had built Uh and didn't even accept the furniture as well as the house. So I knew she was done. She was fed up. So, yeah, she was completely done with the whole relationship. Anytime you don't move into a brand-new house that your husband has bought for you, you don't even accept the furniture, brand-new furniture. (laughs) (laughs) You're pretty much done.
1: I,
2: I think yeah, she walked away from all of it. So, yeah. I'm sorry, what did Tina turn it She said, all I want is my name. That's all you need to give me. Mm-hmm. And
3: only difference with this situation, they both had the same last name. Her maiden name was the same as her married name. So, of course, she was going to walk away with the name anyway. <laughs>
0: right. I, oh,
3: yeah. That's when you know somebody is really fed up because she got an expensive gift. It was a house. It wasn't a cheap house. It was new construction, everything newly furnished, and she was done. So, yeah, you reach those those uh, lows. And yeah. unfortunately, in that case, it, like you said, it was a couple times that it happened. Mm-hmm. And it just happened. That was the last straw. Wow. No amount of money could bring her back. No amount of new things brought her back. She was just done with the whole relationship altogether.
2: Huh. Yeah, see, I can't. I, I don't want to do that. I don't want to be involved in that kind of thing. I think it's, you know, crazy. Yeah. I think it's very, very crazy that we endure so much as people sometimes that we shouldn't endure, and then it makes us bitter, it makes us angry, and then we take it out on the next person that comes along, and they don't, you know, it's not their fault, so now you've got baggage that you're trying to bring into another relationship um, yeah. from being born from the last, I heard one of my friends told me, he said, I wouldn't, he said, I wouldn't get involved with you because I know I couldn't be right by you, and rather than have you rather than hurt you, I'd rather just be your friend or wait till I'm ready. Oh wow, <laughs> by the time he figured out that he by the time he got ready, I had moved on and moved you know but we're still friends so <laughs> but but that's a good way to look at it, opposed to wanting to cause damage to somebody else. It's like you should. Not bring that baggage with you. If you've been hurt, it's kind. If you let it go on for so long, it's your fault. It's your own fault. You can't be mad at somebody else because you tolerated that. You put up with that. You kept falling for the same thing. Like I can't be mad because I allowed somebody to do something to me. You know, I didn't just walk away. Right. Yeah.
3: So it. Yeah. Like you said. You know. You keep allowing it. And then, you know, deep down inside, there's still that hope that this person will eventually change, you know. So I think a lot of people still hold on to that. One minute you could be this way, then the next minute you could be loving and friendly, you know, that nice person that you want them to be. Then other times they turn into somebody completely different. So, yeah, I think you get caught up in that. That's what keeps a lot of people coming back to the relationship.
2: So oh, yeah, it is something deep. Yes, and it's not. It, you know, it can it can really mess you up if you're not careful. So that's why I wanted to bring this topic up because it's like how many times will you allow somebody to cheat on you before you say I quit? Right. You know, but you but but the other part of that is, and I, I never really get the two part of it. But the other part of that is, if you if you kept tolerating it, it's no longer that person's fault. They showed you who they are. Well, right. It's your fault for seeing. It. It's your fault for putting up with it. It's your fault for letting. Basically, you're telling them that it's okay for you to do me, however you do me.
3: Right. And, and you can't. You can't. Be, I mean. you
2: can't be mad about it.
3: Yeah, that's pretty much what my mother used to say. She's like, okay, the first time, you know, it happens that you completely off guard, but second, third, fourth time, she said you no longer pretty much like a victim. You're participating because they've shown you who they are and apparently you didn't believe them. So pretty much you're saying to this person that I accept this and they pretty much have in mind, oh, I can get away with doing this because I know I'll always have this person. They'll forget and they'll forgive me and we'll be all good again. Then as soon as that urge come up again, they'll just continually to keep doing it, you know, hiding and doing stuff. So, yeah. Right. Once you allow it, it's, it's going to just keep mm-hmm. happening until they can decide they want to
2: change or you decide you just want out of it. Absolutely. Yeah. Somebody has to say enough is enough.
0: Either the right. person that's
2: causing harm or the person that's putting up with the crap. Right. You know. And women are not Women are not uh, excluded from that And I wanted to make sure That women were not excluded from that
3: Right Yeah, on the 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 party that's being Cheated on, disrespected It it falls into their lap Because it can be done if you don't allow it And I've seen people hold on Oh, I know this is a person for me We just love each other But I'm willing to wait it out, you know, he or she is, you know, working on changing, but in the meantime, you're getting your heart broke and other things, you know, a lot of things come with, you know, that kind of relationship, heartache, Uh, another baby could come along, Uh, disease can come along, it's so much stuff that can happen when another person is allowed to just keep mistreating you. And then in turn, your self-esteem is low. You start willing be willing to accept certain things until, you you know, what's wrong seems right. Oh, it's okay. He said he's working on it. Or she said she's working on it. And it's like, if uh, they're working on it, they wouldn't be in the process of doing what they're doing, you know. So, yeah, somebody has to be smart enough to say, you know, enough is enough.
2: Right, so, um, you know, so have you been in that, ever been in that position, like, prior to meeting your hubby, who was absolutely fabulous? No, have you I ever haven't.
3: been in
1: that
3: position? No, I haven't, but I always imagined I would be angry, you know, I would be hurt, and with me being the true introvert that I am, when stuff is kind of, like, hectic, I'll kind of shut down. I'm not confrontational. I love. I hate confrontation. So I think I will be hurt to the point where I will withdraw from the whole situation. I don't want anything to do with you. I don't need anything from you. You know, let me go my way and you go yours. So fortunately, I have been blessed to not have been in any of that. But I've seen it done to so many people that's close to me. And just to watch them go through that hurt, It's kind of like, wow, why are you giving all this to this person and they don't care about you? You They don't care if they hurt your feelings and you're out here begging for their attention, you're begging for their affection, and they just pretty much walk all over you. I've seen in some situations where the other person has moved on they actually with the person that they were cheating with and they'd be living a great life and this other person is still crying the blues. Well, I loved him, I loved her and they have not really moved on and it's sad to see that because it's like, wow, you stopped living and gave up what you were doing all over this one person and they've obviously moved on and they're doing their own thing and, you know, living their life and they seem to be happy while you're still, you know, sad and depressed and holding on to that. So, yeah, it's hard to see that, especially for a person that you you know they have a lot going on for themselves. They're very talented. They're very smart. Um, They have a lot of great qualities about themselves, but they're letting it all go to the side over one relationship. So, yeah, I've seen it up close and personal. And it's kind of like, wow, why are you putting yourself through this? Just let it go. I know it's easier said than done, but if you see that person has moved on, they're not apologizing for anything that they've done. It's almost like the situation didn't even happen. So it it hurts to see them hurting like that. And I always pray that eventually, you know, they come out of this situation realize, you know, there's something better out there for them, you know, other than what this person
2: was doing, you know. Yeah, it's, it's something else.
3: Kind of hard to deal with. So, have you experienced anything like that before?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's perfect.
3: And how did you handle that situation?
2: Me? Oh, I've been there. That's why I was able to to bring up the topic because I've been in those shoes where I kept giving them a chance, giving them a chance. And then, like I said, eventually you'd be like, you know what? I'm tired of this. I don't want to have nothing to do with you. And it's always something that makes you say, I've had enough. I'm done. And it's usually for myself in, in this. It's usually after I've gathered all my information, and I got it sitting there, so I can present it to let him know I'm done with your ass. I'm good. So, right now, this, this and that, this and that, and yeah, no, I'm good. Mm-hmm. We're done. Oh yeah. So that, that kind of does it for me. It, it, yeah, that that pretty much does it for me. I can't. I can't. Uh, and now I'm at a. I'm at a in my life where I have my my tolerance level is a lot lower than what it used to be. I've dealt with some stuff, but my tolerance level is a lot, lot like if I feel the need to want to snoop, I don't want to be bothered with you
4: because
2: mm-hmm. it tells me there's something wrong with the relationship. Even if you ain't mm-hmm. cheating, you ain't doing something over here that's making me happy, so I need to move on. Uh, we have one.
3: All on the line. Um once again you all are tuned into the award winning poet show. Talk to me Tuesdays, where you host tonight, Alonda Love and Cotton. And our topic tonight is how many times will you allow him or her to cheat before you quit? And we're gonna go to the line. We have Kansas on the call. Kansas, uh
1: Wow, that was fast. What's up, ladies? It's O-M-1. How you doing? We're not going to fight nothing, tonight, one
2: right? <laughs> no, no.
1: You know, I'm your number one fan. Tell me the truth. Tell me the truth. How's everybody doing? How, Miss oh. Alonda? How you doing? I'm good.
3: Oh, yeah.
1: I'm groovy. Now, what was the topic again? I caught the butt end of it. You know me. I'm always the last to dance.
3: Um, how many times will you allow him or her to cheat before you quit?
1: Wow. Oh, feedback. man. That's, that's hard because, uh, you know, how the balance of time goes, you know, whoever did it first, the second, want to do it second. So then if they so-called mm-hmm. so come to the middle of that is where they agree, you know, not to do it, they still want to be together, and then they do it again, then it's like a repeated offense, man. I say about the second or third time, you got to get the boot. If that's the game you're playing, Mm -hmm. then we start having some group sex. I mean, you know, that's all I can tell you. (laughs) 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 Yes, he did. (laughs) did. did. (laughs) did.
3: Yes, he did. (laughs) My bad.
1: My bad. You know, I'm open. My bad. I'm I'm being good. I'm in the house tonight. So, yes. Yeah.
3: Yeah, we were just discussing, like, how... You know, the person that has offended the offender usually, you know, get second and third chances when they apologize or they come bearing gifts, you know. Right. And you know, you get caught up in it. Okay, maybe they'll change, maybe they'll stop, you know.
1: No, nah, they don't. Once you a know, cheat you know how ladies say once a cheat always a cheat? Mm hmm. But what if you find love through your through your cheating? Is is that is that a bad? You know, is that the crime?
3: Yeah, I've seen some people who've experienced that before, too. And yeah. they're actually married to those people now. So. Wow.
1: But yeah. Wow. Still
3: married. Still
1: married. <laughs> <laughs> I think we had that convo uh, some months ago about that, and it was like uh, somebody that actually left his mate, uh, and the sister basically demands, you're going to leave her? Is he going to her? And he's still married to the sister right. that's... That's, that's dedication, though. Um, maybe it's the energy um, that one possesses for another mm-hmm. to uh, receive. And if he's not right. or she's not being received properly by their mate, then they're going to do it regardless. It's, it's going to happen. It's just going to happen.
3: Right. Right. Yeah, and then like one uh, guy told me before, he said, maybe that's who they probably should have been with in the first place. <laughs>
1: right. <laughs>
3: Never
1: thought about it like that. Never thought about it like that. Right. Yeah. You know, it's not about karma. Right. It's about personal preference. I was going over that with a Christian friend, uh, and I uh-huh. said it really comes down to personal preference.
2: Right.
1: What, what you desire may not be the desire of the heart that you've won. Yeah. But it's part of another one. So I hope that makes sense. I hope that makes uh, sense. Do, you, do you think
2: it's fair to ask somebody to keep forgiving you?
1: No, it's not fair. I mean, it's not fair um especially on the male part, you know, because we think what I stick, you know, not not what our actual brain sometimes. Um so we 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 are the biggest victims of asking for forgiveness when sometimes we should actually get the uh, little pat on the head and move on joint. Um but some of the women, they get caught up, you know, in those uh, emotions and, and some of those mm-hmm.
0: spare feelings. And then yeah. when
1: they try to, you know, cooperate, he only maybe does it again and again. It might be a different person this time, or the same person where he's lying. Um, it's a shame. I feel like I'm letting the bag out on, on some men, um, on us men, period. Um, but it's not a color thing, you know. I definitely okay. can say it's not a color thing. Um, but us men, we are we 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 put so much pressure on the ladies, as well as the, the ladies put pressure on us also. Because you know, for every ugly woman, which no one is ugly by looks, it's actually inner beauty. Um, mm-hmm. If you don't have good inner beauty, you know, and and it starts to fail, your mate's gonna like stroll. You know, you have to keep up your complete inner essence. Um, male or female, we have to, um, and have the confidence to say yes. You coming here? You want to come here Pat? So, yeah, um, I'm sitting in the studio talking to the Chad, um, I think it's, it, it, I think it's a bad thing, and I really don't think anybody deserves to go past the, the first forgiveness. If right. you forgive them once, you know, we say shame on me, you know, if you mm-hmm. give you twice, shame on you, you know, that thing, um, it's kinda of a hard pill to swallow and it's not gonna ever be the same, even if they do forgive you, it's not gonna ever be the same. Um we're right. gonna have those thoughts. Well, how did you touch her? Or, how how did you touch him, girl? You know, it it's it gets so deep sometimes, uh that I don't know why we uh continue to uh punish ourselves with the word forgiveness. It should only be used in religion, not in uh reality, because we get hurt more by that. Mhm.
2: A a I thoughts, do. I Cotton? do it
3: <laughs> Yeah, and your thoughts, Cotton. I, that's a great uh, perspective coming from a man. You, you know, gave us a lot of insight on how some men think and feel when it comes to that.
2: Absolutely. Your thoughts,
3: Cotton? I, you Still on the line. Yes. Okay, we Hello? have a call, Illinois call. Stay on the line with us, uh, Malik. We have another call coming in from Illinois. Okay. Hello, Illinois. State your name, where mm-hmm. you're calling from, and give us a little of your thoughts on
1: our topic tonight. Hello? Hey. Hello? How you doing? This is this, uh, City Wynn calling from the west side of Chicago. hmm Hello. <laughs> hey, how you doing? This is uh, City Win calling from the west side of Chicago. Mm-hmm.
2: What's going
1: on? Yeah, how y'all doing?
2: We good. How are you? How are
1: you doing? Doing, doing pretty
2: good. <laughs> all right, all right. You calling to give us your feedback from a male perspective of cheating,
1: and how many times? Mm-hmm.
2: How many times did you tolerate your woman cheating before you call it quit? You
1: know what? If um. I say, say, if I'm really in love with the person, it it, it it'll probably hurt. But I I say I give them maybe I say two two chances. I say I I'll probably be so paranoid about the whole situation. Yeah, I say I give them two chances, and that's about it.
2: Then do
1: you think you would trust that person after that? Like how would you be able to trust that person anymore? I think I would either but I uh, don't oh, know, I I I'm always out for second time, I might give 'em that that second time. but if they mess up again I have to call a quiz on them. Oh no. Because it, it, it doesn't really make no sense for me to um, keep on getting hurt. And, they, and they're going to keep on doing her. Huh? What's well, she going to keep on doing them? So i probably have to just fall off for a little while. Do you think
2: it's harder for a man to be to be forgiving? Or is it harder for a man to be a little more forgiving than women? Like in that kind of a situation for something like that? Because... Cause from for I know for myself I can't I don't know for every woman but we just keep replaying the thought of our mate being with somebody else.
1: Uh. Um. From what I be seeing, I, I think a female. I think a female can forgive uh, quicker than a man because a man. It, I know I, sometimes I can't even hardly take my girl like I mean. I can, I can understand a man like giving my girl a compliment, but but I almost on social media, I, I almost for some reason can't even stop. But, but, but then like when I say like when like if a female gives me a compliment, i be like, oh, thank you, whatever. Oh. I'll never try to see. I guess I'll never try to see how I really feel or whatever. Yeah,
2: and, and and I know too that some of us women can play games to try to get you to be jealous a little bit sometimes. So we, we do that every 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 once in a
1: while. Oh,
2: okay. <laughs> just, a little, just a little insight on some women if you didn't know that already. Oh, okay. <laughs> is
1: is okay.
2: Owen
1: Warren on the
2: line?
3: Yeah, he is. We have another caller on the line, and we want to thank... A city, Wynn, I believe he said his name was for his input. Um, once again, ladies and gentlemen, you are tuned in to the award-winning Poet Radio Show, where your host tonight are Londa Love and Cotton, and our topic for tonight is how many times will you allow him or her to cheat before you quit? And we're going to go to the line to South, Southern California. Hello, Southern California, are you on the line? Give us your name, where you're calling from exactly, and your thoughts on the
2: subject tonight. Hello? Oh, maybe they don't, don't wanna
3: Hello? All right, we're gonna to go to the next caller. I believe we have a misconception on the line. Hello, misconception.
4: Conception. Hey, teaching off. How are you? Hey,
2: misconception. Hey.
4: <laughs> What's was, going on? Give us a good. little bit of your
3: thoughts on uh, the topic tonight. Um, how many times do you allow him or her to cheat before you quit?
4: You know what? Um, I think everybody's got their own level of tolerance as far as what you are willing to take. Because you can say day and night, I won't take that. Whatever that may be, maybe it's the multiple chiefs, the multiple women, call them the multiple compliments, whatever the level of that is, you can say you won't take it, but if your feelings start talking to you a little bit stronger, there are times when you have to check yourself and say, do I love me more or do I love me enough to get out of this? Or do I like what I get with this person enough to continue accepting that and tolerating and then dealing with it? And nowadays, people are dealing with things with arrangements and understandings and agreements and all kind of stuff. So it's a little difficult to just kind of have that one-sided, yeah, walk away kind of opinion, because um, I think everything, as always, is a case-by-case basis. There's going to be that one, somebody that you just go through, hell and How water through the ringer with, and then there's going to be that person where it's like, you know what? You're so not even worth the time of even attempting to go through. So it's kind of a that's a touchy thing, you know. It's it's really kind of case by case. It's real touchy. You can try to set a standard all you want, but somebody's gonna be that somebody that drives you a little bit farther than the last one would, you know.
3: Yeah, and I've seen that before. You know, the only thing is, you know, I've I wonder why someone would constantly put themselves through that. Especially, I can understand. Um, Like, you see people in some marriages, and they're really depending on each other for finances. Mm -hmm. They have a lot going on. Like, I've never been through that as a married woman, but Mm -hmm. I believe it would be harder for me to separate because, one, we're 20-plus years in, Mm -hmm. 24-plus years in. Children, we own things together, and we've pretty much functioned together for all Mm -hmm. of these years. It would be hard to just walk away, but I've seen women and men who have mm-hmm. no ties, they don't have any children, they don't share finances, they don't support each other financially.
1: Mm-hmm. So it's
3: kind of like, why do you put yourself through this? You,
4: you know, know what? There, there's, there's people that I know that are going through it right now that have been going through it for years, and I'm like you, how can mm-hmm. you keep going through that? But then I look at some of the others that are going through that, And I know why they keep going through it. You have, maybe he or she has seen, you know, their partner through some really hard times some things that they know that the average bear would have thrown the towel in a long time ago. So Mm -hmm. they kind of reciprocate the I'm going to stand by you thing. And and it ends up being that you stand by a bunch of nonsense all because you're loyal to the idea that they were standing by you through something that was valid, you know, so there's that sense of I owe you, I kind of feel like you did this for me, so I'm there for you. You know, you get that kind of thing. It's so many different dynamics as to why people stay and having been uh-huh. married and unmarried. Um, uh-huh. There were things during being married that I would not tolerate, but that I tolerated in in in, in the not married relationship, in just the, right. you know, the the me and him trying to make it happen thing. So it's really up to what you're getting out of each situation. Each situation is going to be very different. So, you know, it, it, it's not something you can really put a blanket answer on. And and that's why you'll never understand each individual as to why they say because there's no blanket answer. They say for whatever has, you know, occurred or whatever they think will occur. You know, some are saying it's safe. Oh,
3: yeah. And what you advice know? would you to a person that's actually in that situation now. They really don't like the situation. It's really getting to them,
4: mm-hmm.
3: but they're still holding on.
4: If you, if you want out, you know that you want it out, and I'll, I'll say it the best way as far as we're concerned, as far as women. Um, and this mm-hmm. came from a very good, very good guy friend that I worked with. He said, you women are beautiful creatures until you decide. Once you decide you want to know who's on the other end of that phone, where we've been, what we've been doing, y'all are beautiful. But when you decide, y'all become hell on wheels. So it's up to <laughs> us to decide, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, to stick yeah. and be chill, or to decide to stick and be hell on wheels. It's still right. up to <laughs> us to decide, and I think that that really goes both ways. He said it in yeah. regard to us as women, but... I firmly believe that they're handsome creatures until they decide that they wanted to explore right. Right. or, you know, what have you. So there's so many different dynamics that we're all beautiful creatures until we decide, till we decide to go, decide to stay, or decide to play. Whichever it is, remain uh-huh. that beautiful creature, but decide what's right. best for you. Decide what's right. right for you and do not be afraid to spend some time with yourself, by yourself, loving yourself, to make sure that what you're asking the other person, he or she, what you're asking them to love and accept, make sure that you're even cool with it, because you might find out you're so uncool with you, that's why they're not cool with you.
3: (laughs) Exactly. You
4: might not be no good to hang out with, and it takes you to hang out with you to find out that you are really not fun after all. So
1: right.
4: fix and correct whatever there may be about you if there's any flaw, and don't be afraid to find one because I had to do it too. <laughs> but if there's a flaw, don't be scared to say, you know what, this is really me. I am yeah. the coach. I do not yeah. say how was your day when you come home. Instead, I say my day was effed up and I need you to fix it instead of realizing maybe both of our days was that way and we could fix each other. Sure. That's all I say. Yeah. So don't be afraid to find and discover and don't be afraid to decide because whatever's best is going to come out of you and the situation.
3: I always say if you're going to stay in it, don't complain.
4: Because you there you go. This. There you go. And that's and what I mean so by don't be afraid to decide. If you
3: decide to
2: are.
4: go all
3: in. you know who you're dealing with, that's then right. don't complain. That's don't right. say this person. Deceptive, don't because you're still with them. If
4: That's you found out like they were deceptive. deceptive last year in August and it's August again, and you found out that they did this year in August what they did last year in August, they're going to do it in 2016 in August. So all the stuff in between is just fluff. <laughs> you decide if yeah. you want the fluff or not. Right. And you decide if you want to let it go. But ultimately, it's for whoever's unhappy to decide to find the happy right. point. And accept all of the other things because we gotta take each other's flaws. Cause none right. of us are perfect. So we gotta take each other's stuff. But you just have to know is this the level of stuff that you can handle? Or well, if it's beyond you. Opt out early. Don't waste your time, meaning both of you, your time. Don't do that. Because somebody's willing to put up with that person's stuff. Right. Somebody's willing to be deal with it and somebody's willing to deal with yours.
3: Well, thank you for your input. That was very informative. And we're going to go back to the lines because we have a few more calls, but stay with us, Misconception, okay?
4: All right, hope. Right.
3: Okay, we have New York on the line. New York, state your name, where you're calling from exactly, and give us your thoughts on our topic tonight. How many times will you allow him or her to cheat before you quit? Hello? Mm-hmm. Hello? Hello? Yes. Give us your name and where you're calling from and your input on the topic tonight. Hello?
0: Hello?
3: Yes, can you hear us? Who, me? Yes.
0: Yeah, I can hear you.
3: Okay, give us your name, where you're calling from, and your input on the topic tonight.
0: So my name is um, Harold Smith, and I'm calling from Atlanta, Georgia. Okay. And what else do I need to say?
3: Our topic tonight is how many times will you allow her to cheat before you quit?
0: Well, first of all, cheating is something that you might find out or you not might find out. So you have to give that person a chance to see if, if they do if they do it again. Uh-huh. So I don't know. I I've never been through that situation, but for me I think I would probably give the person a chance, a second or a third chance, because you never know what causes it. It might be something uh-huh. that makes the person step out, so you never know.
3: And now what if they go beyond that first and second time? How long do you think you should deal with it or stay in it?
0: Well, first of all, if you're not married, uh, mm-hmm. it really don't make a difference because that person is not yours to that you made an oath to. But if it's marriage, then you might have mm-hmm. to look at something a little bit deeper than that. But if you're just dating, that's different. Mm-hmm. Dating is different. Dating is different because yes. you're just dating that person. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, I agree. If you're not married, I do totally agree with that. Anything mm-hmm. pretty much goes. But once you have committed yourself in you know, to be married and get married, I believe all of that activity should stop, you know. But a lot of people
2: mm-hmm. are
3: staying in it, you know, longer than probably what they should be staying into it.
1: Yeah, I'm because you're trying
3: to get an idea. Of what people's thoughts are, like how many times should you allow this to go on?
0: Well, if you repent, if you repent on your cheating, if you're married, then then you have maybe a chance to hopefully get yourself together with your wife or your husband and make the things better. but you made an oath you made an oath, so that means you have to. Figure out the best way how to handle the situation.
2: Awesome. Okay. All right. Look at us. So, Alana. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you, Carla. Please don't hang up. Okay. okay. So, I, I found some things online that I want to do and I'm not going to go over all of these, but I am going to touch base on just a couple of things really quickly. Um, When women cheat, it's a a dangerous business. So Mm -hmm. a long time ago, rumors started that when it came to adultery, men held the honor of being the most likely to stray. But Mm -hmm. that's a lie. Not only do women cheat, Mm-hmm. <laughs> but studies have found the difference between the two sexes is that usually when women stray is to fulfill an emotional need as opposed to a physical one. And we, I think we've talked about that before. So that's just, yeah, we have. just just a little bit of information, and I think a lot of us kind of know that by now. you have never paid attention to that. We don't. Women don't usually cheat because we are we have a physical need it's usually something emotional that we need to fulfill that we're not getting. So we step outside. Um, mm-hmm. Another one is men, men will cheat to fix their marriage. It may sound like it's ridiculous, but according mm-hmm. to marriage and family therapists, men who love their spouse think that by going outside their marriage, they can save it. That's some dumbass shit right there. Can I say F H O T? I just said it.
4: Yes, (laughs) you (laughs) did.
2: I'm trying to (laughs) figure how does your mind work that you think that by stepping out, you're going to fix something. You're just making it worse. You're making it worse. They even say that um, with people cheaters, men and women can be a lot more friskier when they're cheating.
3: Yeah, I've read this too. And I've heard this from quite a few friends that it brought a little spice to the relationship because whatever they were practicing with the other person, uh, they kind of brought that into the relationship. The only thing is, you know, you got more than one person on your mind, you know. So it's kind of like one is going to get the short end of the stick and the other one is going to get the most of you. So somebody in that equation usually always ends up coming short and they can feel it through those emotions and those actions. So that's a little touchy subject. But yeah, go ahead with your, a few more of your facts.
2: Hello, Cotton, are you still there? i Okay, and so it also says Cheaters usually cheat with somebody they already know,
1: mm.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and this is see, this is crazy to me because, like as we just said, you know, and 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 fellas, I'm gonna say this again, and you you all probably have never heard me say it. I say it quite often. Women are better liars. That makes us better cheaters. Just so you know. So when you think you're getting away with something, she probably already ten steps ahead of you. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Think about that next time you step out on your on your woman. Peters want to get caught. Think about the burden it must be must be to carry around the weight day in and day out of guilt. And that's usually men because men don't like that much stress on themselves. Women, we don't care. We have it all smoothed out. All yeah, smoothed we can do it. Carry the weight. <laughs> yes, we were born to carry the weight. That's crazy. Right. We carry people.
3: <laughs>
2: up, <so. laughs> it's nothing to
3: carry a secret, but, yeah, I've heard that before as well. Go ahead. Keep going.
2: <laughs> people are actually happy in their relationship. What the? What? What? Now, that's <laughs> a new one right there. Mm-hmm. cheaters are happy in their relationship. Okay, I'll give you a little bit more of why they say that. Cheating doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily mean that the cheater thinks their relationship is the absolute pit. While that's mm-hmm. not to suggest that every cheater feels this way, but the majority right. of those who commit adultery are happy in their lives and relationships are and aren't even looking for a breakup. I've, I've heard that. Now, I've seen that and heard that. That's why they're so... That's why I think there's open marriages, which I don't agree with, mm-hmm. you know, because I, 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 I don't want to share. Right. Yeah, I've seen it as well. Those are just I don't believe- a few, just a few of, um, of cheating information, just in case anybody is interested.
3: Yeah, I was kind of blown away by that last one where you said um, a lot of cheaters are happy in relationships. <laughs> And I think some of them are happy because they know that that other person may not know some things going on and they're just having fun. But, um, yeah, um, like Misconception says, some people have arrangements and agreements. You know, as long as you come home and pay the bills, I'm fine with it. As long as you don't bring them around me, I'm fine with it. And they just, you know, go along with that arrangement or that agreement. So back to the original topic: How many times will you allow him or her to cheat before you quit? That's pretty much for a person that's not happy with what's going on. And I always say you'll do it. You allow it as many times until you get fed up with the um, with the cheating uh, from him or her. Like um uh, conception said, it's not a set time. It depends on the experience, you know, or a point in life you're at, where you kind of pretty much say, you know what, enough is enough. But on the other hand, you have people who get into these relationships and they know this is how that person is. So if you go, you go in knowing, or if they've shown you who they are and you still stand, then you pretty much deserve what you're getting because you're allowing it. You're staying. You've seen this person for who they really are, so don't complain. Either just go with it or exit the relationship. Oh so, yeah. All right, your thoughts, Miss Cotton. Come on back in and give us a few more. Um... Well,
2: I'm. I'm gonna now these days they have. Dun, 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 dun. You can catch late <laughs> cheating with the simple features of with PC surveillance. And cell phone surveillance. They have the iPhone recovery stick. There's a no password Windows password. Everybody do everything on their phone these days. So you can uh-huh. you can easily catch a cheater. You can. They they have you know they got the they got the catfish people now who go in and find out what's going on. You know they trying to you know figure out the situation. You can record uh-huh. um, conversations. I did that. You can record conversations. <laughs> You know, I, I, now and I'm going to tell you, because women are better at this than men. There should be more private-eyed, detective women than there are men, because we can do it with bubble gum and a shoestring. string We can find out some stuff about jobs behind for real. I dated a guy who all I had was a partial name and a partial number, and I was able to find out where she lived, her mama's name, her brother's name, her first and last name. And I took his things to, I packed his things and dropped them off in front of the house. So shocked to see me pulling up in front of her house. He was like, how did you know? I was like, that's for me to know and you to find out. I didn't even need a detective. I didn't have to pay for no, no other information, but I was able to find this chick and where he was. And he, when he pulled up, he pulled up with her in the car. I dropped his off. He didn't want to give up the key to my house. He didn't want to do nothing. Like you with another woman, don't come back over here. You, you're busted. He wow. had, she had to make him give me my key back. It was a crazy cool thing. But we have ways to find out that you've been doing dirt.
3: Yeah, I might have. Look, we might. Have, I'm gonna put you out there to. Um... So you can be hired to help
2: investigate for some people.
3: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. We have one more call on the line from Illinois. We're going to go take that call. But that's some good information. Hello, Illinois. Um, Give us your name, where you're calling from, and your thoughts on our topic tonight. How many times will you allow him or her to cheat before you quit? Hello? Hello? Illinois, your name and where you're calling from, and your thoughts on the topic tonight. Hello? I guess no one wants to talk tonight. I'm going to bring back Misconception. You still on the line, Misconception?
2: I am here.
3: Yeah, so you heard those points that Cotton brought in as far as um, the cheating party. You know, sometimes it says they can be happy and still mm-hmm. cheat. Um, I kind of
2: believe that's, that's all true. true. I think all that's yeah. true.
3: And how do you think they could be happy in that particular situation?
4: There is there's a sense of self-preservation that everybody has. And mm-hmm. no matter what, you're going to make sure you got what you feel like you need. Again, kind of going back to what that gentleman said, beautiful creature, until mm-hmm. you decide. She decided she wanted to know, and this is the some some investigative work and found right. out. You see what I mean? Just proving <laughs> his point. Till you decide. <laughs> everything's yeah. all right and kissy-poo-poo and sweet heaven. But when you decide, then that is when you know that you've been defied as something that feels right to you. Something started feeling wrong that made you decide to go find. And it's the same way with the person who goes out and cheats. It was something a little bit wrong, something off balance. You just needed to have a field at that moment, and it wasn't getting it done wherever you are. Doesn't mean you don't love that person. Doesn't mean you don't like them. Just means at that moment it wasn't getting done in some kind of way. You guys could not relate to each other that it needed to be done. Somebody wasn't receiving that the other person needed, and somebody wasn't expressing the need properly. So I'm going to say it could go either way. That You might not have been saying properly this is what you needed, so how do I know what to give you? Closed mouth can't get fed. Right. But you could be happy with this person. You just didn't quite know how to verbalize today I really need this hug. I'm going to need you not to be worried about what you got going on. I need this hug today. Okay, you want to rag on me about what you got happening? Let me go this way. I know they'll give me a hug because they ain't going to ask no questions. They're so happy to see me and not have to carry the rest of my stuff. They'll meet this need, and then I can come on back to you, and I can act like I got a little sense because I got leveled out. So that sense of self-preservation that makes you go get that thing that fulfills you is a lot of time what the happy cheater is giving into, just going to be fulfilled. There are people who have that in them, and then there are people who don't even identify that they have that way about them, that they go seek happiness, however it has to be achieved. So it's really kind of up to to the, the cheating party, to be honest with themselves. Do they respond right. to that need? Are they expressing it to that person who they should be expressing it to? Because you can probably curb it before you do it, but then right. that's that communication piece. Is it right or is it wrong? Is it off?
2: Mm-hmm.
4: You know. So a lot of that, it's it's easy it's easily resolved if you got that kind of communication, if you got that kind of clarity and that kind of understanding in your relationship. And I always tell people. Before you get jealous, before you accuse your companion of cheating, because they might not be a cheater, before you push them into becoming one with the accusations and so forth, always remember that you chose that person because they were worth looking at, they were worth talking to, they made you smile, made you laugh. What made you think that they stopped being a beautiful or handsome individual? What made you believe that they're no longer funny or of good conversation to anyone else? Take it as a compliment that the rest of the world enjoys what you have the opportunity to have intimately with you before you start going through you talk to so-and-so, you say hi to such-and-such, they smiled at you. A lot of mm-hmm. those things can be curbed if you check you and make sure you're proper in your responses. And I know it sounds a little one-sided, so I'm not, you know, for necessarily one side or the other, but... It's just a true fact that a lot of us don't want to say, I got to check me first and make sure I didn't push. I got to make sure I didn't make you want to walk away. I got to make sure my conversation was cool enough. I got to make sure I gave you my ears, my arm, my shoulder, whatever part of me that you needed not to go elsewhere. I have to make sure that I'm giving that, but I also need to make sure that I'm getting it because fair exchange ain't robbery.
2: Right.
3: I love that, uh cotton are you still on the line with us? I see we lost you and you came back. <laughs> Hello,
4: sister cotton, <laughs>
3: I think she's having a connection probably, yeah,
4: yeah, a little technical oh. difficulty. Yeah, See, that's this them. hot conversation, and she let go of some of the private eye tactics. That's <laughs> how come the line share on us telling too much now. Nice. I think she's going to dig up some of her investigative tools
3: to
1: share <laughs> with us. <laughs> Isn't
4: those investigative apps getting in the way of the signal?
1: <laughs>
4: yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, just and could be, don't just don't could be.
2: Put
3: all information out there so she can get hired to investigate for some people. <laughs> I'm telling
4: you, I'm telling you, our sister missed her call. <laughs> She's supposed to be, right. I should yeah. private eye. Well, you're, not supposed <laughs> to be a you're supposed to be a supposed private
3: investigator. uh uh-huh. Are
4: you on
3: the line?
2: Hello? Okay, I I ain't supposed to
4: be writing about it. She's supposed to be finding out about it.
2: Right. <laughs> <laughs>
4: that sister got some techniques that I didn't oh, even yeah. know about. got <laughs>
3: yeah, recording a phone call—I haven't heard that in years.
4: I'm like, wait, I never figured out how to do it. I don't know. Maybe I'm just not tech savvy. You know, our cell phones, but Lord have mercy, I ain't never figured out how to do that. Right. I'm <laughs> I don't know if I can stomach it, though. You know, like if I record the conversation, do I really want to hear it play back if it's not good anyway? Right. I'm I'm right. one of those people. Like I don't torture myself. We gotta also yeah. decide sometimes as women, when is it torture, and and men too. But when is it torture that I'm putting myself through? When am I digging so much that I'm really hurting me? And if right. I gotta dig so hard that I start hurting me, is it worth it? Right. You know, am am I really where I need to be? If I even gotta dig, you know, right. I'm I'm not one of those people that that looks. I don't ask. And, you know, in, 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 in a in a very lengthy relationship, I can recall never touching this man's phone. Never. Right. I have no idea what the wallpaper looked like. I have no idea if there was a, a lock code or anything. That phone might have been locked or unlocked. I would not know. And this right. is somebody like me. I carry two phones. He would carry two phones. I didn't pick up neither one of If my phone was off for a couple of hours, I didn't even say, can I use your phone? Not ever, because... I just got that sense of whatever you're doing, you got to deal with that with your own conscience. You got to look at me and know about my level of sincerity and dedication to you. And you got to remember and realize what you just did away from me. And is it worth you feeling what you did in front of me knowing I'm not going to treat you bad? Right. And I haven't. You know what I'm saying? So I kind of, I'm one of those people. I don't have to really give you the payback. I could kind of let it kick you and let you kick your own self.
2: Some people right. don't care. Some people just she really don't care. I wanna say this because I know our time is almost up, but I wanna say this and, and I have to say this. Mm-hmm. People need to stop saying this. And this is the famous mm-hmm. saying and you all know what it is when I get ready to say it. Uh oh. If you don't <laughs> if you don't go looking for nothing you won't find nothing, oh, right? That's B S <laughs> every day. That you know that's B S because the, the real truth is, is there's nothing for me to find. I won't find anything, whether I'm looking or not. Right? But if I go because, look, you know what the truth of that is because I because I know it's something there, or if I wouldn't be looking. You've already you given me a because You felt look. Yeah, exactly. you look because of something you felt. But if there's and, and nothing again, there, you won't find nothing.
4: Yeah, yeah. And but but then again, you know, and, and like I said, I'm just I'm one of those not lookers. I'm I'm, I'm I'm a not looker I'm an (laughs) unlooker. I'm an unlooker and it's not out of out of any kind of naivete. It's it's I'm an unlooker because I don't want to. And it's not because I'm doing something I don't want you to see per se, but I just don't want to. I don't want to torture me. I don't wanna hurt me. I don't want if you didn't put it in my face and disrespect me with it and I ain't seeing what's going on. I'm not looking. I don't even want to look. And I guess because I'm one of them people like, okay, I'm busy, he's busy. We're so busy right now. Whoever she might be trying to be, whoever it is, if it isn't she, whoever she is ain't getting no time. Because I'm one of
2: them four women. I, I get mine. You, you're good, girl, <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now. But I'm at a point now, like, where, in my life where if I feel the need to want to look, I don't want. Mm-hmm. I don't want to deal with you. I don't. I don't want to deal with you because you've given exactly. me a reason to feel that
4: way. And, and you know what? That's why I'm an unlooker because I don't even deal with folks that make me feel like I gotta look. <laughs>
2: I'm, I'm an unlooker yeah. if you make me uncomfortable, I, I'm un.
4: Yes, I've stopped,
2: I'm done. <laughs> the last time I. The last time I looked, I found what I knew already existed.
4: hmm You just
2: had confirmation. The, That's it. You right, decided exactly. you wanted to know. Just, you you
4: got confirmed. Yeah.
2: That's it. That's all. You, that's pretty much the reason why we snoop in the first place when we do, because we yes. want confirmation. Because the first thing so that hard, comes out really of their mouth is. you praying yeah, at in <laughs> Right, but the first thing that comes out of their mouth is, that's not true. That didn't happen. But but I got the foof right here in my hand. Here it is. They, now, they I, how it. about that
4: good one that I always <laughs> see? I, I always see a bunch of my friends tell their ladies, it's not what you think. Right.
2: <laughs> it's
4: not what it looked like. Let me see. That picture that my friend just showed
2: me that
4: you had in your phone. I ain't
2: instigating,
4: but she was naked. How is it not naked? Right. <laughs> you was naked when you said that.
2: She, she didn't need to send me the picture of her body like that when, in a lingerie. Right? Really, she didn't. You know so I mean? why is this under here to say, just for you, baby? <laughs> right, right. Or waiting on
4: you. You know what I mean. So yeah. See, I'm an unlooker because if I see something like that, I might black out. I don't even want to. Right. I don't even want
1: to black out
4: like that. It, I don't even know. I don't want to know where that might become. So in that in that respect, I just say, you know what? I'm so super cool to hang out with me by myself for myself. If I got to, I will. So right. let me let you go on in with that grief, if that's what you want to do. I ain't looking. Go on and go. Just tell me you don't want to be, and I'm going to let you. I ain't about to chase <laughs> <laughs> All right.
2: We yep. yep. really got
4: time to chase.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. right. yep. So, ladies, our show, okay. has <laughs> come, our show has come to an end. Uh-oh. And now I want to say, to say thank you, everybody, for calling in. Okay, so we should. Here, here's our close. Here's our closeout day.
3: Uh oh. I'm so glad we had mischief. this time
2: together. <laughs> there we go. That's our. That's our. That's our are uh, We going right. to sing. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood now. <laughs> right. Exactly. And I see Becca, and I see misconception, and I see Landa. Oh, <laughs>
4: uh, I know, I <laughs>
2: All right? This was a great show. Thanks for everybody for tuning in to Talk to Me Tuesday with Monday Love and Cotton, the softest voice in poetry. See you next time.
1: Peace and love.
2: All right. All
0: Plus.